Hello and welcome to episode two of The Neutral Zone. I'm Sam Ward and I'm joined by Catherine Thomas, Jordan Taylor and Dave Prestage. And together we're going to look ahead to what we can expect from the uh, British Dodgeball English Community Leagues, which are kicking off on November the 3rd. Cool. Right, Super League. Mental wins first. I'm doing women's ladies first, isn't it? Yeah, that seems fair enough. Oh, how kind, how kind. And they say chivalry is dead. Yeah, I do try. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, probably the main elephant in the room from the for the women's Super League side is the the disbanding of Meteor's ladies' side, which is a which is a shame after. Uh, come pretty two close fight, finding it out at the top yeah I think two years mm. Mm. so yeah Kane second fiddle to Bedford Mighty Eagles last season I believe yes Yes. although importantly beat them at the British Open last year which I missed because I was in the shower nice not bitter yeah not bitter even slightly so yeah, uh, bit of a bit of a power vacuum at the at the top of the league, with the exception of Bedford Eagles. Um, Bedford Mighty Eagles, ever strong. They're going to obviously they they're going to come out. Um, I saw a couple of new players for those. It's going to be a very interesting one to watch because. A couple of teams from the first year opens, like Leeds, for example, came out really strong in the tournament we've just had, which was Manchester. Yeah. So they got silver, didn't yeah. they? Yes, I believe so. We can. I believe that's probably that. from the silver in the their first tournament as well. So they're they're coming to this year very strong. You'd have to yeah, say and I so mean, far. Yeah, speaking of, uh, they've got Frankie Bell back, who previously was at Meteors. Also, she would argue she left before it was cool, if you want to <laughs> quote. So, you know, they're looking pretty strong. I mean, got to put a shout in. So, Sheriffs, which obviously I'm biased, but there's room for people to move up. So, I know Sheriffs are looking for a strong season. Obviously, I'm, I'm not going to fail to mention the few new changes to the Sheriff ladies team. Obviously, we've Lost Emily to bees, um, but we've gained Bigger loss than Dave. much, much, much. <laughs> um, <laughs> Emily was actually useful. <laughs> yeah. It's just whether for people listening who haven't maybe followed the sport very much in the past, I think this would be Bedford Eagles' fourth consecutive win. Uh, yeah, probably. If not more. Yeah, at least. Yeah. So it really is. I mean, everyone says, is this a season where someone's going to beat them? And it's now they're getting beaten ever so occasionally in opens now, but it's just the points difference. Like they, the other high ranked teams can take them close in their matches and might even win by a set or two. But when they face a sort of less experienced opponent, like that points difference just punishes anyone who's trying to catch them in terms of league position. Because I believe that's how they won it. Well, clearly they won because they beat everyone. Yeah. But last year it got to it got to something like three league meets to go, and my meteors would have to beat everyone something like sixteen nil in order to just even like close on the points difference. And that wasn't even considering the matches that Bedford had left to play. But no, if you get if you if you've been going on YouTube over the weekend, if you get the chance to watch um, the uh, Queen Bees beat Beagles ladies at the weekend in overtime. And it was amazing. The g- it was such a good game. Um, if you get the chance to watch it, it's all on YouTube. Um, give yourself, a, like, l- 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 you know, Avagandas tonight. It's worth a watch. What's, what was that one, Dave? Pardon? What, what, what match was that? Uh, Queen Bees Beagles. Ooh. Queen Bees winning overtime. Got to watch it. I suppose on your, on your point about them being beaten ever so opens the fact that the fact that the league the league games are of double double of duration the than the 
open games, often the open games can be decided on one or two either yeah. plays or controversial moments or whatever that's yeah. had gone may or may have gone against them, but that's a challenge they seem to overcome more frequently in league play with the additional with the additional time and yeah, you can't have luck bad luck going against you for thirty minutes, particularly often. No, and I no, think and just- I think it opens as well. You you get you get those adrenaline games a bit more. You know, it's a semi final. You get the crowds are always there. It's it's a yeah. much different atmosphere where in a league everything's a bit calmer and there's there's no team kind of cooler under the pressure in the ladies team in the ladies division currently than Beagles ladies. And that's one of the reasons for me they do so well. They they just stay un unflustered for the whole time. You you can't seem to get under their skin. Oh, to- totally, totally agree. It's amazing to watch. Yeah, it's very frustrating to play. Yes, I can imagine. <laughs> but yeah, it's, and... it, it's it's such an open league. I think the women's super league this year. I think you have to, both both men's and women's. I think you've got a clear favourite. Uh, be- Beagles for the ladies. I think you still have to back. Um, yeah. And then in the men's, I know we'll go on to, but Meteor still looks super strong. But then it's it's that clawing for second place. There, there is so many teams. If they finish right now, second, you go, oh yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, but that could fit into, and that's the beauty of what this season's going to have. I think because you've got to put a shout out for London Storm in with the women's. I've just managed to pull the listing up. And yeah, London Storm again had a couple of really strong tournaments start of the season, and they've just yeah. got the depth of squad is insane. They must be getting on for close to thirty women, a lot of whom have played top level previously. Exactly. So they've just got sort of Bedford Eagles have they're calm, they're confident, they know exactly what they're doing. But London Storm can throw talent at that thing until sort of the cows come home. So we'll have to see sort of quite what happens with that. Cool. Yeah, I think that's yeah, it's gonna it's quite a few different rosters with uh the Meteors girls. I think that's what's made it interesting, Catherine's point. Meteors disbanding has actually made the women's league more interesting because you look at where that squad has gone. Obviously Liv goes to George Beagles, it doesn't, you know, just adds to their depth they've got there. Frankie has gone to Leeds. Leeds have changed their game plan since and they look really good. Rhiannon goes to Storm, just another quality player in their squad. And then this new Spartan ladies team, who, yeah. you know, still new together, but with a bit of training, I mean, they've all had success with each other. You want, no, no one's going to draw them in an open and think, oh, good, that's going to be a nice game. Everyone, yeah, there's, there's so many you could choose from to go forward. It's going to be great. Agreed. I mean, even Kat Horan going to Viking, uh, Val- Valkyries, rather. And yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a very, it's very differently, uh, Women's League this year, I'd imagine. Yeah, definitely. And especially, you talk about Valkyries. And they started as a new team last year and managed to place sixth overall, I think. Like, they came comfortably mid-table. So if they continue on the trajectory they were on, and they've had a couple of good new signings as well. Like, the sky's the limit, really. It really is going to be an absolute (laughs) bloodbath. Yeah. Cool. Uh, A few teams making their making their debut in the top tier. So Bedford Rangers ladies being one of them and Manchester Honeybees, I think were in league one last year. Yeah. So they, they're the two that have come up. They're making their bow. And then that's about it. So yeah, those two, those two making their, making their super league bow. Uh, yeah, how do how do we see those guys faring? Do you reckon? I, I think for both, they're going to both have the same issue of um, just the experience factor. I think it's going to come into it. Um, I think honeybees are in a good position. Obviously, I'm I'm slightly biased with this one these days, but um, with gain, some of the w- women who have joined the uh, Manchester club this year, so you look at you've got Amanda Christie, Emily is just a couple. Never mind the girls from Muds. Um, you know, at the Manchester Open, they, they fielded three ladies' teams. There wasn't been enough at training. They, they could have got a fourth, probably with subs as well. So the, the depth they've got there with a the new coaching structure that's in place, I think honeybees are going to surprise a lot of people. 
Um, I think they're going to field stronger teams than people would expect luck and paper. But Bedford Rangers will, will take points off anyone. They're going to be a really thorny side to play against. They've got good, such good countering game there. They're such strong throwers, with and they're just a solid side. It's it, yeah. Um, obviously, their their league last season wasn't the largest of leagues. No. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they deal with the sort of scope of competition. Um, yeah, I think out of out of all these teams, be one because. They're all very, very strong teams. You couldn't predict now who's going to come anywhere in that league, I don't think. Well, that's kind of defeats the object of this pod, but there you go. It, I mean, yeah. we're, not going to, we're not going to do a, you know, a one-to-bottom league placing, are we? Because that's going to be very difficult, as I've just said, to do. <laughs> no, I think the one thing I would say, I completely agree with you, Dave. I think Manchester Manchester B is generally is so strong, and also the depth of squad means their training, sort of their drilling's very good. So I worry about honeybees and I would also worry about queens because they might not be the strongest squad woman for woman, but they know exactly what they're doing and how they want to do it. And they're very organized. So they'll be interesting to keep an eye on. And Bedford Rangers look really strong. Like League One, they were they had style. They really were. Oh, is someone dying? Yeah, so it's, it's that season, isn't it? This is the flu season. Yeah, it is a bit. But yeah, like Bedford Rangers did really look so stylish in League One last year. So I'm sure they've got a lot to say when they come up. But yeah, you wonder if the year, like the people who have more of a handle on exactly what that league is going to feel like might be a bit of an advantage. But then surprising teams are always difficult to play. So they're probably going to get their claws well and truly in in the first couple of league meets before everyone figures out exactly what they're made of. Cool. Yeah. Uh... Any more for any more predictions for the predictions for the drop? I, I think for the drop, I, th- I think looking at the two who have come up, just like, like I said, that experience factor, it's it's so difficult when because a lot of these Super League teams have, have been there and been playing each other for the last couple of seasons for the most part. Mm. Um, I think that's going to be a really interesting one. I think it's going to be interesting to see how, um, I, I, I believe Wessex are still there, aren't they? They are indeed, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's that's another team we've not mentioned who, you know, I've been speaking to a few of them when I've seen them at tournaments and whatnot and over some of the, the ones that were at Worlds. And I know they've been putting in a hell of a lot of work at training. Um, so don't be surprised to see them, you know, uh, make a few surprising stuff. But I, I think you have to initially look at the those two, the, the Poe Honeys and um, Bedford Rangers. But then again, I won't be surprised if either stayed up. Yeah. Can you ask me again at Christmas? <laughs> I think that's kind of probably reflective of what people thought about uh, Storm Seconds last season. And then they... Yeah, very true, very true. Looking at looking at consolidating their Super League face this season. 100%. Very exciting to see. So yeah, we'll be... Yeah, watching with, watching with keen eyes when it kicks off. I don't know if there's any decent fixtures. I'll have a look. Yeah, no, there'll be a, cu- a couple of clashes there. The Queen Bees Valkyries, I think, will be a very interesting game. Mm. Oh, yeah, well, like you said, there's so many, so many even teams. There's going to be a lot of, a lot of games that you're not going to know which ways, which way to call it. Which is very exciting. Cool. Yeah, League One doubling in size from last season, which is, is very good to see. Because yeah, we got. Uh, five, yeah, five uh, teams making their league debuts. Yeah, very exciting. It is, I have to say, a, another exciting season to be a female dodgeballer, just because mm. it's always nice to have more people to play against. Yeah, indeed. I think it last season with the the league one only being four people, I think it was a little bit stagnant for some of those players to only play. Three different teams, again and again. But yeah, yeah, it was it was really difficult when I, you know, when I was coaching the women's seconds at Sheriffs last year, when there were days where we, we there was one day where we played Derby, um, Bedford, then Derby. Mm-hmm. That you know, they, they, because of the fact they had to play three games, and yeah, you know, they lost that first one to Derby close, but they lost it, and then they have to play another game. Then you've got to get psyched back up to play a team you'd lost to an hour and a bit earlier. It's 
it's a difficult one in that league. So having more teams in is great. Um, I think that's going to do everyone in the world good to get that more variation of opponents as well, which will be nice. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I think all eyes, probably as we've alluded to earlier, will be on Leamington Spartans ladies team. Yeah, they're looking to be a really strong, experienced side. Yeah, having having accrued some of the some of the Meteors ladies roster in their ranks. Yeah, I think it's going to be going to be interesting to see just how well they can gel because it looks like they've. Uh, when I've seen them at a few opens, they've looked like a really solid threat. Oh, they, for sure. Yeah, remember they got um, they got silver at lead in Yorkshire Open earlier last month. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's like the female version of what uh, Dirty Ducks were a few years ago. You know, the the, the majority of the girls in that team um, have all played together before this, whether it's at Meteors or at Birmingham. So yeah. they're they're a team. I think at Opens are going to be an interesting one if things get seeded with them being a League One team. Well, you know, will that knock them down at all in some tournaments? Because if if it was to, you could guarantee none of the Super League teams would want to be in the same group as them. Um, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna do well this year. No, it's a caliber of player. Where basically, you can point them at a dodgeball court, and they'll probably have four points on the board before you turn round again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think what's really exciting for League One this year is sort of yeah, you've got five teams making their debut. But I know we're biased as all of us have come into dodgeball through playing at university. There's three teams on that roster that haven't been set up necessarily through large group of university alumni, which is Burton yep. Bears, Cheadle and Gately Griffins, and then Hartlepool Mavericks. And we've seen Hartlepool before because they've got a really strong junior showing. So it's going to be really, really cool. And I know Cheadle and Gately Griffins were at Manchester Open last week. And it's just so amazing to sort of be introduced to new people. And... I'm really, really excited to see Burton Bears, I think, had their debut at British Open, which was in, Dar- no, sorry, Derby Open, which was a couple of weeks ago. And I haven't seen Hartlepool Seniors team yet. No, no I think sense. I saw them once last year. I don't think they've um, they ventured out too much yet. So it'll be good to see them on a more continual front. Yeah, definitely. So it's sort of being biased, but the women's game has lagged behind the men's game in terms of expansion. And suddenly to see three brand new teams, essentially, well, four if you count Spartans, four brand new teams, and then a Storm thirds and East Anglia Valkyries seconds, suddenly we're really starting to keep pace with the lads and hopefully next year we'll bring the start of Women's League 2 and we'll be looking like a really strong female presence in the game, which is really exciting. Yeah, 100%. Cool, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, like kind of similar to the women's Super League. I think Spartans are are very much that favourite for that top spot, but there is there's another promotion spot for grabs, and probably a large proportion of the seven reigning teams will fancy themselves for it. Yeah, I think you're going to have Valkyrie second, Storm third, and Sheriff seconds are all going to be properly fight- scrapping it out for that second spot. Don't rule out Derby on that one either. No, very true, very true. You know, at that at that level, they um they're very consistent. Um, yeah, they, it's again, it's the same with the league. It's going to be that sitting on the fence all night. I feel like it's just um, it's so hard to predict in this sport what's going to happen. Um, you never know. So hope hopefully it's just going to be a good competitive year. Um, it's nice I'm going to be able to watch this like an entire league as a neutral, which is nice. It's not always possible when you got a, you know a club who's got teams everywhere. So it's um it's one of those. It's going to be good to watch. Yeah, I will definitely be watching this one with interest. I mean, I have a massive vested interest, but sort of the stronger this league is, the more people we can bring in. Those the new teams start expanding, other people start bolting on seconds and thirds teams. Like it's all. It's all onwards and upwards from this point, and I think the standard of that league is going to be a real sort of really going to be ringing the bell for another strong league starting in the next couple of years. I've made up a phrase there. <laughs> Take it. 
I'm bringing the changes. That's what I meant. We can edit that in. That'll be fine. Cheers, Sam. Cheers. Cool. Yeah. Um, fairly. Yeah, Spartans kick off the kick off the campaign against Sheriff Seconds, which is probably well Ooh. have a fairly fairly tough first week of uh, Spartans and Valkyrie Seconds. It's their first two games. Yeah, hit the ground running. Mm, so yeah, two, a few clashes of teams that are going to be fighting for those top two spots to start with. Yeah, as we always say, sort of, I mean, league is a long game in any sport, but I think particularly in dodgeball where some of those sets are going to be decided on the finest of margins, mm. you really do have to go into it with a long game head on your, head on your shoulders. Because if you let yourself get put off, like, like you're saying, Sheriff Seconds going out against Spartans first, they've got to then pick themselves straight back up and go into that second game because every two points matters. And like we've all been in this game long enough to know that it's that one heart. It can even be that draw that you picked up in an unexpected place that suddenly comes back to lift you up over someone else. So I think that'll be another interesting for the teams that are very newly formed. Playing a tournament is a very different kettle of fish to playing in a league. And that the mindset you need is just very different. And you, yeah, like we're saying about phantoms, like you can never count phantoms out because they are just very consistent. And often consistency in this case is key. Yeah. Yeah, one team that certainly was a model, model of consistency over the course of last season, uh, moving on to the Men's Super League, uh, were Lutterworth Meteors. Uh, I suppose the question on everyone's lips after Meteors went... The whole season in league play, 100% winning every game is, can they be stopped or can they do it again? Um, I, I, I think it right now, if, you, if you're going to bet on who would win the whole league, I think you'd have to look at them as the main contenders. You know, I don't, I don't think they'll go unbeaten again because they seem to be getting pushed a lot more. And, you know, it takes a, a league meet you know, a couple of people can't make it or a couple of injuries or something like that and it disrupts your flow. So it's hard to predict an unbeaten season. But at the moment, watching them at the, the last few Opens and whatnot and having played them a couple of times as well, it's, it's, it's hard to look past them, I think, for the title again. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, I think they're very much a strong contender as they, as they always have been. Um, but like, like Dave says, I, I don't think it's going to be an unbeat season. Um, Considering the first first league meet, a few few days after a lot of the Meteor squad isn't going to be feeling exactly fresh, um, so that could play a factor. Um, but yeah, I think teams would have uh, would have looked at their performance a lot over the summer, sort of new tactics, new new strengths, and that kind of stuff, and just because um, Cheris's first first meet of the season just happens to be Meteors and Spartans, um, so first and second from last season. Uh, you know we've been looking real Too hard. Easy at... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's that? Two sixteen nils. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, we've been looking um, quite extensively at teams like this over the summer and just sort of preparing ourselves <clears throat> as best we can, really. Yeah, probably shouldn't shouldn't go unnoticed that Meteors have made a few changes to their roster um, in their acquisitions of Nathan David and Henry Skinner from Wessex Wolves and East Anglia Vikings. East Anglia Vikings, respectively. Yeah, two two players who are pretty big threats on their own in their respective teams, coming to an already pretty star-studded Meteors team. I think the I think the ones that have gone unnoticed are the lads who have now signed full time from the uni teams. Um, mm. You know, I, I, his name is now escaping me, but the um, you know the taller fellow with the glasses whose name is now escaping me all of a sudden. Nick um, yes, um, he he has looked excellent the last two two opens or so, um, and I think because the media was, you know, they have the the names as well. People yeah. by default, especially the the small teams who don't know them, will immediately go for the for those lot. And I always think that's not always necessarily the right thing because they proved a few times now kind of how good they are. Like there's no weak links in that squad. You just have to be a bit systematic and go with whoever is a better target on on the day. I think that's that's cost a few people so far this season. Absolutely, and I, th- I think uh, 
with, with a team such as Meteors, you you sort of underestimate them like that, make one silly little mistake, and they will capitalise on that mistake to no end. They will rinse you dry. Um, so I think a lot of teams are just going to have to be wary of those newer players to to the Meteors squad. Cool. Yeah. Um, in terms of who may it be, who may be holding the candle to those guys, batting at the top of the league. Uh, yeah, a few a few teams that have scored victories over them in recent in recent history, but probably with the caveat of it being in eight minute games. So Leamington Spartans being one of them uh, at the British Champs, I believe. Uh, yes, it was. They got gold, didn't they, that day? Yes, they did. Was it Beagles that took the win? Yeah, Bedford Eagles in the uh, season opener. With what many considered wasn't Beagles' strongest team either. Mm. Yeah, they were missing Simon, for sure. I, I think it's it's quite a strange one. Me- Meteors, is, you know, they, they look the strongest on paper, but there's already such a clutch of teams who, you know, could legitimately finish second or push them all the way. Obviously, Spartans last year were what go one better and you wouldn't be shocked right now to hear if we looked at, you know, at the end of the season saw Spartans win the league, no one would be surprised by that by any means. You know, they're looking really good. And then below that, again, we've there's, there's, there's that bunch of teams who, are, who want to be, you know, third, top three, top four, or batting out like us, mm. us at Bees. We, we've got a win over Storm and but then again, going into it, everyone was like, this is very 50-50. You took Vikings into that. Minotaurs, you, you, you know, you're never going to know. You, there's so many teams that you can look at and everyone can beat each other now. So it's a bit, it's going to be hard who can keep the most consistency going forward. Yeah, I think um, it's, it's been nice to see a lot of these teams out test the sort of test the squads in recent Opens. Um, I know at Sheriffs, that's that's what we've been doing. You know, we've we've not entered an open yet with what with what we considered um, our first team squad. Um, you know, uh, our success at the um, season opener um, uh, was big thanks to to Reese. Um, you know, he he played an important part in that. But I think that's not underestimating sort of everyone else's everyone else's skill, ability, that kind of stuff. Um, so I just think. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of these um, teams are going to come out with a slightly different composition and just surprise a few of us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said, it's, it's going to be a, a pretty congested uh, mid to top table for uh, for Super League this season. You think there'll be a lot of teams vying for anything between... Any between thing between about third and eighth, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, you if you could try to predict the table now, I think if you asked, you know, 10, 15 people, could you write down your, you know, top to bottom table? I think you'd get 10 to 15 different answers. It's going to be, it's going to be a real, whoever wins more than they lose this year is going to be, is going to be having a really good season. That's all you can hope for, I think, at this point going into it. It's, um, it's so hard to tell. I know from our side as bees, we're pumped. We've had a really good start in the opens. Um, Three opens, three medals. So we're really, we're really up for it. Training's been hard, and and it's the same for every other team. Everyone looks like they put real work in over the summer, um, after Worlds and with Euros coming up as well. It's a really interesting time. Yeah, and I think I think um, one thing that we haven't mentioned yet that um, sort of on everyone's minds is um, the two obviously new newly promoted teams of Bedford Rangers and London Storm Two. Um, everyone's pretty much sort of. Really excited to see how they fit into this this Super League sort of division and how, how they perform. Yeah, indeed, and write them off at your peril, I suppose. Uh, was it was it Bedford Rangers that also went unbeaten in their league? Uh, uh, yes, and um, yeah, hundred percent win record. In fact, going yeah, so, on so that'll that'll be um, very interesting to yeah. see how how they fit against sort of the other teams because they 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 were very very good squad. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be good to see. Well, Bedford Rangers do actually open their make their Super League debut against Meteors of all teams. So if they that would be that would be some introduction if they can get anything out of that. Because yeah, it's hundred percent versus hundred percent. It carries yes. over, doesn't it? Let's see whose record's standing at the end. Yeah, I suppose there is a winner keeps the emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose there is um there is an element of of form to be considered 
you think Bedford will have will have essentially go into the season with two seasons of winning, having destroyed League Two two seasons ago and destroyed League One last season. I would, but my, my concern for a team like Bedford at the moment is, you know, I've been to the last three British dodgeball Opens and I've not seen their men's team. Would they, you know, be coming in a bit cold of actual match practice would be one thing you might have to look at, which could go against them. Um, it's it's one thing, obviously, you can pull the work on training, but it's so different once you get into that actual, like, you know, against a team in the same league. as you. So once you start playing the Super League teams at Opens, you know, we've all been there. The training things can go out the window a little bit once everything starts going a bit quicker. So that could be the one thing which might hold them back slightly. You know, absolutely. I think last last time I remember seeing them was the uh, the season opener in Derby, um, and we we faced them in the groups. Um, and personally, it, it was it was not what I was expecting from our Rangers. To be honest, um, I was expecting them to become to sort of come out much stronger than that, um, which. Yes, we were taking a little bit of back, but we didn't let that sort of set us off. Um, but yeah, it'll be, be intriguing to see how they, they, they go up against these Super League teams on a regular basis. Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, same again for London Storm Seconds, in that I think the fact that they are a Seconds team, a lot of people subconsciously will write them off as a bit of a... A bit of a, a gap in the league to fill, and yeah, their underdog status could could play to their hand a little bit. Yeah, in terms of fixtures that look pretty appetising on the first set of fixtures, Dawn Minotaurs, I think first one of the yeah, first main kick- games of the season. Yep, indeed. Uh, yeah, two two very tough fixtures for Minotaurs in Storm and Bedford Eagles. I believe we've got Vikings first up. Um, East Anglian Vikings and Killerbees v Spartans. And there's there's a bit of a, a, a storm off as well. Storm 2 facing Storm 1. I think uh, I think it's leaked uh, meet 2 or 3. I think we've had a storm day coming that day. We looked at the fixtures the other day. I think we have Storm 2nd and 1st in the same day, which will be, uh, which will be an interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, probably the other Scale Meteors open with Bedford Rangers and Nottingham Sheriffs, which two very difficult matches for Meteors. <laughs> I, I don't back their chances. Not gonna lie. No, you got it. Can be a handful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, probably. Well, on paper, at least based on last season's uh, positions, two of the easier games. But this is a very, a very different season. There's different rosters. Oh, and teams are more experienced now. But, yeah, we look forward to it with Ernest. The, the Sheriff first-team roster is very, very different from last year, obviously, because uh, Dave has migrated west, um, a little bit north. Um, <laughs> Maybe in... a little bit northwest, one might say, Jordan. <laughs> well, well... <laughs> um... Well, I was talking to someone at the weekend about this. When, if you look at at the start of last season, that the sheriff men's team, you probably, you know, you might have said it was, you know, myself, you, uh, Degan, Carson, Josh Shutt, and James Shaw. You know, would that be a fair assessment as a six? That, that was that. Was so, and you know, with Ben yeah. Cole in the squad as well, Adam Smith in that squad, and from that say squad of eight with, um, at the moment, only you and Ben would be left, and then probably Pete who came in during the season as well from where we started a year ago. So that's how much the Sheriff's Club has changed in a year. So it's a bit of an unknown unknown territory for this as a team. So, you know, I mean, it's like a fresh slate. Off you go. What can you do? Okay, we've got a few new signings ourselves. Um, obviously, losing James Shaw to, to minor tours in what many would consider scandalous. <laughs> the shock move of the summer. Have been entertaining, to say the least. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's... Um, it's very exciting. But I was just thinking, something fun before we go, um, looping it back round to, to Super League. You don't have to go like actual positions, but uh, who do you think your top your top four will be in Super League Ooh. for the men's or the women's as well, if you want? Um, for me, uh, I'm going to say Meteors first, Button second, Storm thirds, and... Killerbees fourth. 
I feel terrible leaving Bedford Eagles out of that. Uh, I don't know about I, the about the order, but I'd probably say the same four. So Storm, Killers, uh, Meteors, and Spartans. I just at the moment I can't decide an order. <laughs> but that's, yes, I, that's my bunch at the moment. Meteors, Spartans, Vikings, and Storm. Vikings is a Vikings yeah. have been doing very well, and they have indeed a lot of training. Um, yeah, and I think something we probably didn't touch on was just how ravaged by injury they were last season. Uh, and I think probably two of their two of their best players in Scotty Whitelaw and Ed Picker out with. I think a broken thumb and back at back problems, respectively. Ed Ed's back to full form now. Obviously, he's competing he is indeed. for England yeah, in they, Italy. So, and obviously, yeah, and that Vikings team winning the winning the season opener definitely aren't a team to be underestimated. I I will I will point out that an opener we did push them to <laughs> to the. Vote. So I'm just going to put that one out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, unfortunately, no, think... you don't get any pro- don't get any trophies. For that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think um, we, we we can't discount Beagles as you've said. Um, bees are going to put in a good shift this season, so I think that third and fourth spot, particularly, it's going to be minimal difference, if any. Yeah. I'd be surprised if it doesn't just come down to like actual like uh, set points and like at the end of it rather than actual wins and losses. I'd be surprised if it's not that. Yeah, yeah. I think as a lot of yeah, a lot of teams will see. Yeah, I think there's going to be there's probably not going to be many separating Storm bees, be uh, Bedford Eagles, Vikings, Minotaurs. It's another team we didn't really, didn't really put into that top four bracket, but probably won't be far off either. Now they've gained James Shaw. I put him. No, okay, I'd relegation, take... relegation, relegation. <laughs> cool. Uh, cool. Any more on Super League? Or should we go to League One? Um, yeah. chat, chat League One because obviously well, I'm well excited about League One. I can't wait to be watching it. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I will look through the list of teams who were there the other day. I think League One looks is going to be really good this year. I was I was kind of so, excited uh, to play in League One, to be honest. Until until we were offered a Super League place back, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was thoroughly enjoying myself getting ready for League One. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, leads on quite nicely. So for those listeners who may be unaware, um, Wessex Wolves first team um, ended up finishing eighth in Super League last season. Uh, thus avoiding the drop at the expense of Nottingham Sheriffs. Uh, Wessex then declined the invitation to play in Super League the following season based on their based on their roster changing with Nathan leaving Nathan David leaving being one of them. Uh, they've lost a few others as well. Um, Wolfie's gone over oh, to Leeds. Yeah, Ryan Wolf going to Leeds. Uh, I'm fairly sure they said I'm fairly sure they've had a few others. But in yeah, any, Eddie um, and someone else kind of has you know, semi-retired, they didn't want to play competitively more. They they lost, you know, probably five out of eight of their squad. Um, yeah. That, that region, a, you know, it's a big lot to take in one go. It's a tough call, um, mm. but they just, they opted to drop down, which opened the spot out for, for the Sheriffs, luckily for us. Yes. Yeah, so Wessex probably being one of the stronger teams on, or Stronger teams on paper, based on based on last season. Uh, Worker bees are going to look a lot a lot stronger this season. Um, yeah, yeah. C- they considering are. how they they were at Manchester Open, um, and and obviously the depth of players that they have available, um, I think Worker bees is very yeah, much going to be yeah. one to watch this season. I feel the bees have had a. Well, Dave, you can tell us more, but bees have had a, certainly had a fair old influx of uni grads. Yeah, there's there's been a there's been a lot of new additions obviously as well as myself coming in. You know, a few of the Muds lads have come. There's um uh, a lad from Imperial who's I think on a placement near here who uh, you know he's he's gone into the seconds at the moment. He, he, the thing with the workers at the moment is there's such potential for fluidity between first and second team. They're doing the squads in the next week or so and it's anyone's guess for the most part. There's 
you know, my, you know, probably myself included, still being new there. There's, there's a good chunk of players who could be anywhere between workers and killers, and it, it shows. You know, they came fourth in the Manchester Open. They, you know, they got there. They got through to the semi-final as a second team, which is rare. Uh, they got out the group last weekend as well. Um, two victories over yourselves in two tournaments. That's always a, a nice little marker. So I've, I've got to get that in somewhere, haven't I? Um, but yeah, well, the, the the amount of yeah. people at training and the standard of the training that's happened at the moment is is so impressive. They look so well drilled, the people who have been playing there regularly. Um, and it looks settled. There's such good vibe. And I think that makes a big deal. They all, they're all enjoying it as they play, uh, which they'll admit at points last year, not necessarily were doing. But now the whole club's atmosphere is, is unreal. Everyone's enjoying it. Everyone's competitive. And uh, yeah, I think workers could be ones to watch this year. Yeah, probably another another team to go under the radar. Well, not go under the radar, but um, probably another competitor in that league is going to be Leeds. Uh, yeah, after being relegated from Super League last season, but they're one of the te- they're one of the teams where their squad roster hasn't really changed. They've gained Ryan Wolf uh, for sh- uh, for sure this start of this season, which has given them a fair amount more throwing power. Uh, but yeah, the they're a pretty settled team, and they could once they start winning a few, they could be a force to be reckoned with in that league. Definitely, we we faced them recently at the um, I believe it was the Yorkshire Open. It was indeed. Yeah, and and you know they they come on very strong and pushed us to a draw, um, which was it was it was as an opponent it was it was it was not. Ideal, but as sort of a bit of a Leeds fan, it was it was very good to see them sort of come back strong, strong this season. Yeah, hundred percent. We we played them, um, I think, in the Manchester Open in our group as well, and it was a really tough game. You know, uh, they they pushed us in pretty much every single set. We got the win, but it wasn't by any means comfortable. Um, they're looking a lot a lot stronger this year as well and it just adds to it you think Wessex in that league they looked really good at the weekend you know they've made the final their first team um, in the, at the West Mids last week um, you put them you've got workers you know even to a degree the, the Sheriff Seconds who are still in there you know they've got Derby Phantoms are in League One now I believe who have put on some good showings at the last couple of Opens as well it's the the, the quality in the league is so much higher now all of a sudden because of how some of the movements of players over summer has made that league very interesting one to watch. Yeah, I would say no clear, no clear favourite at all in this league, which is sort of new new players as well. I believe are um, is it Rangers two Raptors and Cyclones are the are the three new, yeah, three new players for that league. Um, so obviously, um, Raptors have been a they sort of quite quite experienced team. Um, they they did um, rather well at the season opener. Um, Rangers too. Um, haven't seen them. Haven't seen them for a while. Um, but from what I remember, at last league, they they were they were not not the pushovers. And Cyclones sort of come on ever strong. Give it the give it their all, and it'll be interesting to see how how they sort of fit in with this with this roster of teams. But no, e- either way, this league again, I think there's going to be you know five to six all pushing. Really, for the, not just promotion, but the top spot, and then there'll be four or five who are all going to be in a mini league. That's every league in the men's for that seems to be two mini leagues almost. Mm. Um, I think that's that will carry on. I think Div Two will be slightly more even. Um, I think that's more of a level playing field of the league where everyone will literally beat everyone. But in I think Super League and League One, you've got the teams competing for the top bit, and yeah, the two mini leagues. So we'll see how they go. Yeah. In the meantime, any more on league? I just think it's it's one of those leagues that we you ask you ask fifteen different people their their top 10, 15 different answers. Did, didn't I say that earlier? I feel like you're repeating me there, Jordan. Don't know what you're talking about, pal. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. I'll edit Dave's out, and then you'll see really. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> edit edit Dave, so Dave says he's after mine. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, onto <laughs> onto League Two. Um, yeah, I think all eyes here will be on Coventry Silverbacks uh, making their league 
making their league bow in League Two. Yeah, so a new club set over uh, set up over the summer with, uh, yeah, and they've really been taking it to a lot of the Opens, uh, getting fourth at the Yorkshire Open, which included at least five Super League teams. Uh, well, yeah, um, they faced they faced off third or fourth place uh, playoff against Sheriffs actually. Um, and we were pretty much pushed to the final seconds of overtime. Yep. Um, yeah, two player, yeah. two player difference in the fight in the overtime, which is yeah. To call it tight margins is a statement. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, no, I've, I've played them twice when the Yorkshire Open. I was in Soldier Bees, played them. Uh, you know, they beat us that day, and they they looked good doing it as well. Then we played them at the weekend. We beat them at overtime. I think anyone watching that game will realise that was. That was hard work. I, if anything, they probably played the better over the over the time. They just made a couple of little mistakes, but you do that when you're a new side. Again, I think for them in League Two, it's almost like the Meteors. I think players will know, you know, the, the Reese and the Josh Gordons in that team, and they'll be avoiding them. But the two lads, they, I think they've taken from Budley, who have joined them, um, who play in their middle. Um, they they've had such a good start to the season. I know one lads I think's in the England youth setup, so he's got a great future ahead of him. He's only I think, seventeen, eighteen, um, and he looks really good at the moment. His single ball throw was class. And add to the experience, the likes of you know Mark Reese, Garen, Josh, and that. I've, yeah, they're going to probably. I'd be surprised if they don't walk that league. They're they're potential almost Super League team with that setup they've got at the moment. Yeah, and, um, I suppose the only. Th- could be Silverbacks is undoing is whether well whether you get all those players that you listed whether you can consistently get them to training and get them to get them to league get them to play and get them to carry you through league two but yeah it's uh, I'd imagine with based on their turnouts and their performances at opens I can't see I can't see that being a hurdle they can't overcome so I think that they they've got the potential to do to do the meteors and rangers. If, if if they play it smart, play it well, train, they, they they very very much should be comfortable within this league. I think with this league as well, we're looking at Bedford Mighty Eagles too, which was, which yeah, was nice right. to see. Um, Great to see. Yeah, Bedford Mighty Eagles men's teams sort of bringing out a second team. Um, obviously, we saw them at one at the um, at the the season opener, um, which was so, essentially a junior team, if yeah. I remember rightly. Which is yeah, so yeah, something that we we haven't really mentioned much on any of our pods is how much the the junior game is coming on this season. I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can shoot on it in somewhere. Um, but yeah, uh, good to see Bedford Eagles coming or having had their both their men's and their women's team, women's first team, men's and women's first teams. Competing at the top of their respective Super Leagues for what feels like forever. Certainly as long as I've been playing football. Um, yeah, good to see that they're, they're taking the youth development really seriously. And I'd be very keen to see how they progress and how well they can compete against a lot of these teams. Yeah. Um, Thunder Dodge Seconds, I think, is a, is a debutante in this league as well. Which... I, for one, was slightly surprised that based on the uh, erratic attendance Thunder Dodge tended to have at last last season. But no, kudos to them for expanding and expanding and taking on taking on a seconds team. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so it seems like like you're saying their sort of attendance in the team roster last last season was. Bit spotty at times, but to see the the Thunder Dodge two there on that league table, it's it's exciting, it's intriguing. It's, it's who 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 is going to be that second team? I think it's going to be good in that league as well because the, the issue with the opens at the moment is you get the the less experienced teams like them and you know the Bedford Eagle seconds, and in the groups, obviously, you always get you know a couple of teams like Super League teams, so it's not necessarily a fair playing field in terms of ability and experience so I think it'll be good for those guys to 
be consistently playing against people of a similar ability level and that because it can actually then start to improve and it's not just going out and getting you know hammered in the first round of an open um it'll be good to see how that progresses them throughout a year because it'll do them the world of good getting that much more court time cool yeah other uh so teams coming down from league one uh include hinkley revolution and uh, East Anglia Vikings seconds. So yeah, I think they were they were probably two teams that um, that suffered from the uh, the lack of consistency in the rosters they ended up putting out last season. Um, yeah, it'd be good to see if they can properly properly regroup and get a, get some consistent wins under their belt. And yeah, probably develop as a team. But, yeah, it won't be won't be an easy league with Silverbacks almost certainly being one of the behemoths of that league. Uh, and I think it'll be one of the stories of the season if they don't get one of the top two spots and go up <laughs> to League One. But there's there'll be plenty of teams vying for that second for that second place and that uh, golden ticket to League One. Um. Yeah, uh, Storm Three and Soldier Bees being two teams that we haven't mentioned yet, but ended up I think coming third and fourth respectively at on the final uh, on the final day of League League Two last season. I think as as well we need to sort of have a look at Virtue Empire, and they they they're going to have a few changes to their their roster after losing a few players this season. Yeah, they've lost the sins to. Coventry for a start. Yeah, the, the, again, from personal note, the Soldier B squad is slightly different. So obviously, you gain those people. There's, you know, one or two who are probably in the workers last year, and then one or two who are newcomers to the club who have who have come in as well. So again, the Soldier B's um, squad has improved, and the current players who are already in it, that you know, they've gone up as well. They they were taking points off people who last year they were getting smashed by. This year in opens, they're taking points off them here and there so I think it's just the overall standard in all the leagues is so much higher than it was go back two years the amount of teams you can challenge now is is outrageous it's great for the sport it's a pain when you're playing though <laughs> but it's when you're as old as we are yeah I'm too old for this all these young'uns running around <laughs> cool yeah uh, yeah Virtue Empire opening against uh, the much fancied silverbacks in that league uh, to kick it all off. Um, yeah, it'd be a good test for Soldier Bees against the stalwarts of Minotaur's thirds and the newbies of Bedford Mighty Eagles seconds. Bit of ch- uh, chalk and cheese in that in that first round of fixtures. Yeah. It's, going to, it's, it's very much fair to say that I think all the leagues this season are going to be going to be quite intriguing to watch. Yeah, I mean, we're doing a pod to preview the leagues and all we're saying is that, frankly, we have no idea how... <laughs> Between um, all of us and all our years of experience, we can't call what's going to happen to any of them. Something yeah, is going to happen somewhere at some time. Balls will be thrown, some will be caught, some will be dodged. Probably what's going to happen. <laughs> if you're as, if a world is go by Dave yours is going to be caught and you're not going to be to the Dodger just saying 4-0 I don't think that's just Worlds I think that's just my last few seasons <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to be world specific with that one but <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to I didn't want to want to embarrass you too much it was just if I can pinpoint one people will forget about the rest yeah that, that's true hopefully they'll forget that I was just going to see how you lot go without uh, how you go on court during that me carrying you this year you ain't got to stand by yourself a little bit, mate. Have you, have you told bees about your back ache? <laughs> yeah, they've, they've been helping me with some physio after, you know, having all the weight of them on my shoulders last year. <laughs> I think um, it's time to move on to sort of the big men's league three, which... Yes. Um, yeah, so uh, league three being a team of eight, uh, a league of eight teams rather than ten. Um, but yeah, that's... Uh, 
That's... Can you just run down the run down the eight for me? Because I th- I thought that was I thought that was the ten. So we have got... uh, Burton Bears, Colchester Eagles, Derby Phantoms two, London Storm four, MDL Raptors two, Hartlepool Mavericks, Virtue Slayers, and Wessex Wolves two. Amazing. I think, so, I think... I, it's class. I... I really want, uh, this is going slightly off topic, but you know how, um, like at the end of Gillette Soccer Saturday, when they do like a rundown of the classification results and stuff, <laughs> great to do that for um, after a league fixture. But then again, it would take 30 minutes to run through. <laughs> so what, so someone at the end just being like, Manchester Killer Bees 20, Nottingham Sheriffs, nil type thing as you go out. Well, they wouldn't be saying that, obviously. Oh, no, no. <laughs> they, they can't read out the typo. yeah so very very exciting league in that um i believe it's only colchester eagles and hartlepool um that were in the uh, british dodgeball leagues last season yeah the um, remainder are all all making their league debuts colchester unfortunately having a spotty season um one of the spottiest of the the teams, I think, um, struggling with attendance, that kind of stuff. Um, but I think yeah. I think they're ready to come back um, as a as a really good contender for that for that season. Um, Hartlepool Mavericks. Um, many of us will have seen them sort of behind the scenes. Um, well, they've done wonders for the junior game. So it's yeah. good to see the adults getting involved as well. I think um, a lot of us will remember them from NEC, sort of. As volunteer refs, that kind of stuff, just really helping out, and that that was just just fantastic to see sort of a club getting getting involved with yeah. international level as such. Um, yeah, so I think I think they're going to come they're going to come on strong. Yeah, they are. They're indeed. That's yeah, no, I think a couple of new surprises on there. Um, we have Burton Bears, new team. Not sure. Yeah. Not sure who um, who's sort of involved in that one? No, I can't really remember who. Um... I can't remember whether they. I'm fairly sure they've come to at least one open. I know the women's side was at um, the new season opener, as were their junior team. Yeah, I remember seeing the. Um, I'm not sure I've seen their men around. Uh, that'd be very, very. Junior yeah. see. Um, Derby Phantoms coming out with the second team, um, which is good to see. Yeah, um, um, yeah I think that's for it's yeah the next next natural step for them after their their men consistently. Consistently punching their way in, um, in League One and looking to go to the next stage. Yeah, yeah, probably. Storm, storm, storm. teams just springing up all over the. Was that one? That's that storm. Storm twelve. <laughs> the amount of the amount of storm kicking around. It's almost like storm and bees are just going for a mm. a numbers run. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, that'd be that'd be intriguing because obviously the Storm teams are sort of ever ever strong in their in their league, um, whichever one they compete in. Um, so that that'll be that'll be sort of a good one to watch, I think. Yeah, it's going to be going to be interesting that um, in uh, in the news of Wessex Wolves first team dropping out of Super League due to their squad changing so much. Yet they've still got a seconds team out. So even though they've lost half their first team, they've still taken on enough uh, enough of an intake to to put two teams in, which is yeah. it's exciting to see. It's good to see that. Uh, yeah, because I I wasn't not not to say I was worried worried for them, but um, it would have it would have been it could have been very very tough for. Them, but by the looks of things, they've yeah. It looks things they could be overcoming it. I think. I think it, this is sort of an overarching theme, really, for all, all the leagues. Is that I think nearly every single team has basically just expanded in some way, be that numbers wise, phantoms, or personnel Storm, wise, or, or yeah, depth of the squad. Sort of meteors gaining Henry and Nathan. I think so. The sort of the expansion and the change of this league from last in yeah. terms of numbers, depth, skill, etc. It's just anybody's game. Yeah, in this league, in this, this is anyone's anyone's to call at all because the only teams that have played in the British Dodgeball leagues before of Colchester Eagles and Hartlepool Mavericks. Uh, sorry to say that they 
their wins have only come against each other. They um, <laughs> they ended up finishing ninth and tenth, uh, completely winless against the remaining eight. Teams. Um, so yeah, hopefully this will be this will be a level that they can be properly competitive at and have fun in. What's the point? Yeah, no, I think I think League Three is very much. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, if you um, have an eight-sided coin, I'd suggest you toss it for yeah. a winner. Um, yeah. Um, so just to see who, who's who, how they play, what sort of up-and-coming talent the teams have, and just seeing what the future of the next few leagues are. Cool. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a pretty good place to call it a day. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, and um, we hope you've enjoyed listening to our our very non-committal predictions of what to expect in the up-and-coming season. And we hope you enjoy enjoy following this, the sport as much as we do. But yeah, cheers to, uh, cheers to the three of you guys for joining. And we'll see you at the next one. Cool. Take care. See you later. Bye-bye.